Luna and the Bottled Starlight by Jade Maitre. One day, by the side of the road, Luna found a bottle of starlight. It shimmered and glistened in the pinpits of light and whispered glimmers. It was smoky blue and beautiful. Luna leaned over. She wanted to see it more closely. But when she tried to pick up the bottle, it slipped from her fingers and smashed. With a wild giggle, the stars shrieked from the glass and escaped into the sky. Luna cried and leapt as she tried to catch the stars. They laughed at her from their places so high in the air. From above, Luna's dancing made her look like an angry little ant. They knew she couldn't reach them and they were happy to be free. For the stars had been so long in the bottle that the air around them felt cool and wide. They gleamed. It was so nice to be in that vast black universe with space of twinkle and breath. The bottle lay in shards of dark glass at Luna's feet. She scooped at the pieces of glass and put them in her pocket. She felt a need to hide them. What she had done, she didn't know who the stars belonged to and if the owner would be angry when they found out what she had done and what had happened. Perhaps if she could catch them, she could put them back into her pocket. Her glance fell upon a long vine hanging quietly from a nearby tree. Being a thrifty elf, she found it no trouble to fashion a lasso and throw it high into the air. But the lasso was lazy and limp. It plummeted through the ground in the matter of moments. Next, her eyes wandered to a giant tree. Perhaps it, w it was lent and caught them in their fingers, she thought. But climbing high into the limbs of the tree, she realised that there was no more area than the vine had been. Looking, look, looking and locking wings, she thumped the earth like an heavy sack. The stars twittered and the passing birds sniggered mirthfully. The ladybirds rumbled sly little laughs. It felt that nobody could help Luna return the stars and we were all having a good joke at her expense. Luna sat on a stump and she began to cry. At that moment a tiny rabbit poked its head out of the bushes and sniffed into the air. It had heard Luna sobbing and wanted to know what was the matter. Why are you crying? the rabbit asked the elf. I found a bottle and accidentally dropped it at the, at the star's escape, said Luna tearfully. Ah, but that's no reason to cry, said the rabbit. What good does crying do? Perhaps if I cry enough, I'll make a lake and float high up into the sky to catch them, Luna sniffed. The little rabbit leaned back against the leaf. It seemed to be that there were too many, he said. Even if, even if you could catch them, there's just something you can't do. You can't collect all the grains of sand on the beach. You can't drink all the water in the sea. And you will not be able to capture all those stars and put them back, he said. Well, what am I to do, said Luna. Then a sudden passion overtook her. She stomped her feet. Oh, I wish I could take time back, she said. 
I wish I never touched that bottle. But you can't, said the rabbit, now chewing through on a clover, which he had rivered from behind the ear. Nothing can be taken back once something is just is, like the wind and the sunshine, like love and loss. It just is. You can't help it. You've got just to find a new way. With her hands in her pocket, Luna could feel the sharp shards of glass pressing into her fingers. Well, what am I to do with this bottle, she asked at last. It's all broken. It won't work anymore. By the clever rabbit just twitched his nose, nodded goodbye and disappeared into the bushes. Luna was alone. Only those mocking stars glittered above her. Occasionally, in an impulsive fever of boastfulness, they leapt off to the earth in a bright streak, where they plummeted earthwards, falling into cracks of rocks, lakes, sands and froos. But that is another story. In the pocket, Luna sat on the mossy ground and took the shards out of her pocket. She laid them in the shape of a bottle, but they would no longer take the shape they had once had, so she began to play with them. Soon she found she could make a skyscraper, a window, a puddle. When she, fini when she finished and fashioned the shapes of a mirror, something magical happened. I hear a note sound from the glass, then from the bushes all around, a small army of snails emerged, their shells shining and weaving skid over the surface. The slime was an embedded kind of glue that pieced together. The bottle was a bottle, but it was also now a mirror. A magical mirror, shining and perfect, with only small cracks to show that it had once been a bottle that held the stars. And then Luna picked it up to look at it. Something marvellous happened. She suddenly saw that all the stars reflected in it, but close enough that she could touch them. The mirror let her touch the stars. The stars giggled and spun. The heavens revolved. It happened high above, and it happened in the magical mirror held in Luna's hand. Something had broken, but something beautiful had happened. The stars were free, and the light was everywhere and Luna held the reflection of the entire universe within her hands.